feel like that's juicy, and I want to hear more. But no, maybe no, no, oh my God, we may hear it next week on your podcast. No, I feel like that's. Welcome to Forty Ever Young. Hey, Liz. Hey, Christina. How's I'm not going to say how are you because it was brought to our attention that I would say, hey, Christina, how are you? <laughs> I just tried to switch up being like, how's it going? <laughs> that was good. I, I forgot I about it. Right until I, yeah, I forgot about it until I almost said it. And I was like, ah, eh, don't say that. <laughs> That's like added to our list of, oh, my God, um, like and whatever else I say a lot. And I say, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, we're getting very good feedback from our from our listeners, which we enjoy. Yes, keep it coming. We like it. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> so how was your week, Christina? It was pretty good. How was yours? It was good. I will save to the end, but I had a very big uh, couple celebrity sightings yesterday. So we'll save that story till the end. I'm excited. Yes. And I watched all of our shows, but I didn't take as good of notes as I normally do. So I'm going to lean on you for that this week, Christina. That is okay. Even though my notes are um, small. So (laughs) we will talk about um, all our shows. We're going to start with Potomac and um, what I had written down was just that Robin had lost all motivation during the pandemic and it's hard for her to get it back. And then Juan is telling her that she's making excuses and needs to be better. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I totally get Robin. Like, you know, sometimes it's like when I lose motivation and like I've lost motivation plenty of times in my life and it is hard to get it back. It's just like, just, you know, like taking that first step is hard. So agree. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in a funk, you're in a funk and there's nothing anyone can say or do. And you know what? Making you feel worse about it, like doesn't help anything. Like it doesn't, it makes me like dig my heels in more. Exactly. Or I feel like sometimes it's like, yeah, you're right. I do need to get out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do this and this. And then it's like, I don't do it at all. So then I'm that person. Then I feel like I'm that person. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then not following through, but it's just like, it take it. For me, I know that it has to be like a mindset shift or something and that gets me back with motivation, but I, I'm totally feeling Robin's pain here. Me as well. And uh, I'm falling out of love for Juan, which I don't, really don't want to. So I hope he redeems himself before the end of the season because I, know. I do. He is still my favorite house husband, but every time he like guilts her, I'm like Juan, this is not the way. What are you doing? I know. And it was so hard because like when they were eating frozen yogurt or whatever, the, the acai bowl and he's wearing his mask, you were like, I love him. But then he's like, Robin, do better, do something. Yeah. And you know what? Like, why is he doing like, why does she have to set her alarm to wake up her kids? They're their kids. He could do it. I thought the same thing. I was like, wait a second. Uh, you're, you're waking Ro- yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're waking Robin up to wake your kids up. Just wake your kids up. And like her kids Robin can take small. night duty with the kids, you know, like you go exactly. to bed early. Yeah. Make up a different schedule. Mm-hmm. And then also her kids aren't that young. Like they wake up themselves. Right. Aren't they like 12 or I'm not sure exactly her, how old her kids are, but I think they're old enough. Probably. Yeah. And you know, I did laugh. I actually, I'm curious what you think about this, but like I've worked from home for a long time. So like pre pandemic, I've, I've always kind of like had the schedule of, you know, rolling out of bed and having a cup of coffee and getting to work. 
but it made me laugh. And like one of her kids basically literally woke up, sat up and put his laptop on his lap because I at least wash my face, brush my teeth, get something to drink. And then I go to my computer. I think I would feel so, even though, you know, people can't tell through the computer. I think I would feel so weird going to school or work without brushing my teeth. I know. And especially now without coffee, it's like, oh, can't concentrate. Right. But the fact that that kid just like had the laptop on his lap two seconds after waking up, I was like, wow, good for you, kid. Because, yeah, I would not I would not be able to, to switch it on that quickly. No, me neither. You know, he's probably just like, all right, <laughs> the second that class is over, he's going back to bed. Exactly. You're probably right. He probably just shuts the lid and, and falls back to sleep. I know. Uh, but yeah, I feel bad I'm, for Robin. Motivation's her- hard. Sorry. No, I was just going to say motivation's hard to get back. And it's just like, I know for me, I'm always just like, oh, when when the mood strikes me or like it has to be like a feeling that I could, you know, get my motivation back or I'm waiting for this like feeling of just like, I got to do this and like, you know, magically hoping my motivation's going to get back. But that's not the way. How do you get back? How do you snap yourself out of it? I don't know, but I realized like thinking back, um, I feel like whenever I'm busy, it's just like, I could do more stuff. Like if I have something to do, then it's just like, all right, let me just add something else. So it's like, I guess maybe that momentum of just like, all right, I'm busy. Let's add on more. Let's get more busy. I don't think that's healthy per se, Mm -hmm, (laughs) you know, mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes I'm very just like, Oh, I'm so busy. And then all of a sudden I have a period of just like nothing. And I'm like, I don't want to do anything, but I guess, you know, I've been told or I've been reading just like, Oh, you know, make a list and try to stick with it. Like start small. And then, you know, try to work on it and just do it. Yeah. I, I don't have the answers. I'm in Robin's boat. We're still in this yeah. pandemic. So, yeah. Yeah. And plus, Definitely. anyway, she might be depressed too, you know? Probably. I'm sure she is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any tips for motivation or? I, I don't. I, uh, right? I'm, it's yeah, hard. It is hard. You know, I'm kind of similar to you. It's like, when there's nothing going on, then yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Now that you got me thinking about it, I just, um, well, like, I'm just thinking specifically about like, I'm thinking, you know, the Delta variant and like how things are kind of reversing. Like I was just getting myself back into like a routine of, uh, going to like a yoga class two to three days a week. Like at first it was with masks. And then once you were vaccinated, they didn't make you wear masks, but then, then it went outside and it was buggy. And I was like, okay, I'll just go once a week. And now I'm like, eh, I guess that's over for a while, you know? Yeah. So I'm, oh, I'll probably still go outside, bummer. but I'm curious to see if they cancel, you know, I guess. It'll oh yeah, totally. On. But yeah, it's, it's hard. Like, it's hard to get yourself into a routine. They say, I think they say it takes like 26 days for something to become a habit. So if you're yeah. looking to like work out or, you know, do anything different, if you could get through like the first three weeks, then it, then it becomes like a habit and, and you'll do it automatically. So yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answers either, Christina. <laughs> I know we're, yeah, I guess we all need Juan Dixon to, talk, to get us. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I am happy that her hat business is doing so well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Compla- Wait, Juan's complaining, but her hat business is doing well. 
Right. Cut her some slack, Juan. All right, now you're making me love Juan even less, Christina. Come on. <laughs> oh, the one redeeming house husband. It's not a creep. <laughs> Yet, who knows? Yeah, who I know, knows? right? Who knows? Um, that was, I feel like that was really the main thing from that episode of Potomac, even though I just love Karen saying Ladam is Ladam, that that was great. <laughs> And then Mia said, Jiminy Crickets. And I was like, hmm, maybe I'll try using that. Oh my God. And she like jumped too. That's what made me laugh. She like said crickets and like jumped like a cricket. I was like, is that necessary? I know. I was like, it's so over the top. I was like, awesome. I do, you know, it, it, I do love that, uh, or not love, that's not the right word, but I did find it interesting how Wendy went to uh, Karen for business advice. Um and she's like, yeah, I have a paragraph of like a business statement. And it's like, Karen A is loving the fact that mm-hmm. Wendy went to her for business advice. But also I'm just confused by that whole scene. It, it felt very like Wendy trying to kiss Karen's ass. And I yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, all right, Karen, be my mentor. I know you love this. So yeah, it did and, totally feel like that. And we're forced to watch it, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, well moving on to Shaw's, all okay. I have is that MJ and Tommy are talking about love languages. And then I totally don't know what love languages they, they, if they you prefer. had to guess, what would you think? Um, well, I would guess MJ is maybe words of affirmation and Tommy is, I would have said physical touch, but according to, you know, Mm -hmm. they're talking and Tommy just doesn't want to do it with her. But um, I guess maybe Tommy is quality time. Maybe acts of service. Maybe Tommy's acts of service. I think that one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that's when he gave her a card, right? And said she was like a roommate or something. He called her, yeah, my my housemate. My housemate. And then he goes, what did you want me to say? My cellmate? <laughs> that was funny, though. I know, I laughed. Because at first they didn't show that. And I was like, oh, no, did they cut it? And then he said it later. I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, and then the, the dinner they didn't even touch. I was like, did they cut the scenes of them eating? Because she laid that whole thing out. And then we didn't yeah. even get to see what they got to eat. The red lobster, right? Did they eat red lobster? Yeah, it was just in the containers. Yeah. So maybe they saved it till after the cameras went home. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But that was it for Shaw's last week. I was like, oh, love languages. Always talked about. Well, and didn't London do something too? um, With someone, babe. No, she did. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, good. That was a good joke. I'm sorry. I stepped on it. That was good. No, it's okay. It's we'll so hear annoying, her call her babe. someone babe again. Yeah, no, but she went over to Reza's and they, she did his cards. I'm like, so you're a life coach, you're uh, whatever, like, and now you're reading cards. She's very confusing, this London. Oh, yeah. She was reading like tarot cards. Yeah. And I just loved how Reza was like, am I taking legal advice from a, from a deck of cards? <laughs> <laughs> so true. Right? That was funny. So anyway, what's next? Uh, Real Housewives of New York. I thought it was a boring episode. Uh, I did love how they called it Ramonja birthday party. 
But I did love that too. I rewound it. I was like, what did that say? <laughs> I know, right? I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. It is so depressing now, like with the COVID and they have, can have nobody at these parties. Like we're seeing the repeats, like we saw the nude model again. Um, we're just like seeing the same people be filtered in and out because they're probably like just COVID tested and like pre- like prepped for filming, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, what were, I'm trying to think anything. Um, well, I mean, talking? Leah did, uh, Luann was having them sing on her her Christmas song. And Leah did say she wanted her lawyer involved to sing to, you know, to make sure everything was okay before she sang on, on Lou's song. Uh, yeah, I you, think it could have been like a private combo first or like a week before, you know, but. Totally. I, I was thinking, I was going back and forth over that. Cause I'm like, okay, does she think Lou is going to donate money for like, you know, say the next year and then start try to make money off of it and not pay them or is Leah concerned because it's ripping off another Christmas song. And she's like, if we get sued, I have to worry about my business. You know, like oh, I don't want someone okay. coming after my business. I don't know. I went back and forth on it. I'm like, is Leah trying to make money on this or is she trying to protect her business? I'm not sure where I land or is she just looking to stir the pot because she loves to stir the pot. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think it through. I guess I was just like the second that said, it, I was like, Oh, whatever Leah. <laughs> so I just completely like drowned out whatever she was saying but oh that makes sense though she either way and also like Ebony is a lawyer so like I felt like she should have been pulled into that conversation and been like Ebony what do you think you know like I don't know it seemed yeah. a little disjointed to me I feel like that we maybe were missing a piece again you know me and my conspiracy is like what was cut out that we're not seeing because um I don't know what everybody's businesses look like, but you know, if Rihanna's out there wearing Leah mob stuff, then (laughs) I'd I'd want to protect that business too. Yeah, absolutely. That was good. (laughs) She's like, I I gave it to Leah. Yeah. We still haven't heard that song though. I was like waiting for the song the whole time and we haven't heard it. Yeah. Maybe we'll hear it by the end of the season. I think we might. Probably. Oh my God. That'd be great. I hope so. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Ramona's like hot mic moment where she said to that guy, you know, my address, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like stuff laugh. like that. That's just great. That's just like classic Ramona. I agree. Classic New York. Like when she was like uh, on the balcony looking out and she goes, oh, I have a similar view to that. Like, uh, like she was wooing him. Like I have a similar view like that. This in my apartment. <laughs> Want to come see it? And I'm like, oh my God, I've heard guys use that line a zillion times. I'm so glad Ramona's <laughs> using it. She's just taking a line every guy uses. Oh my mm-hmm. God, that's great. It's so awesome. Uh, okay, and then- oh, um, No Beverly Hills. No Beverly Hills. Yeah. But and doesn't then, mean I, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, it doesn't mean I, that I wasn't thinking about Erica and Tom all week though. I still continue to think about them. Did you see those paparazzi pictures that came out this week of him looking like so frail? Yes. At first, like, you know, you just see like a frail old man with a black eye and you're like, oh my God, poor guy. But then I'm like, wait, it's Tom, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it was sad. So sad. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, and then I'm just like, oh no, it's sad looking at that. And then I'm like, oh no, you know, what he did was worse, but. <laughs> right, he swindled. Yeah. Yes, I agree, yeah. I agree, yeah. yes. 
Um, all right. Well, Family Karma, the season finale. Yeah, it was a fun episode, even though not much happened, but it was still fun. I mean, it started off um, with Brian's mom, Dharma, and then um, uh, Vishal's mom, and then Lopa auntie eating lunch. And then Dharma goes, just give me potatoes and I'm happy. And I agree. So totally. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yep. I thought of you when they brought those fries out. I'm like, oh my God, is this right? the same restaurant that Brian and Monica went to? Because it looked like the same fries. And it was like a lot of fries too. And they looked so good. So good. I know. I did agree with um, Vishal's mom uh, when Lopa Auntie was talking to Vishal's mom, but she was actually just looking at Brian's mom about, you know, her, their relationship and everything like that. And then Vishal's mom was just like, oh, you know, can you look me in the eyes? It's like, it's weird that you're trying to communicate with me, but you're looking at someone else. I was like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That whole conversation was weird. Cause after she said that, I felt like she got a little weird and then she like, didn't always look at Lopa auntie in the eyes either. So, um, yeah. but I totally agree. Yeah. And like, that's very, um, like dismissive or passive aggressive to do that too. Like look at the yeah. person you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, after she said that, then I noticed Lopa auntie doing it. And I was like, oh, how weird to just be totally like, you know, dismissed like that, even though it's about you. So it's yeah. like, so weird. So weird. Yeah. It, it was funny how they showed all the clips of like, um, Bashal's mom pretending like she didn't have a problem with Lopa auntie. Like, I don't have a problem <laughs> with her. I don't have a problem with her. Like just like over and over and over again. It's like, no, we know you do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, she doesn't like confrontation either. Mm-mm. Me too. <laughs> Same Z's, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't have except- a problem with her. I don't have a problem with her. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Change the topic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, even so, uh, even after that, I kind of like Lopa Auntie now. I guess also learning more about her backstory, and I feel so bad that like her other daughter doesn't talk to her. I know it was good. I'm glad we learned more about her because yeah. like, even though I still don't love her behavior, like she acts like, you know, the HBIC, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Like I wanted to learn more of that from Richa. Like does Richa still talk to her? I don't think so, but that's wild. Yeah. We need to learn more about this season three. Let's go get it, get it. Yeah. A film in, guys. I know. Oh, it was also when you said HBIC, um, there was a meme and it had all the aunties sitting there in the confessional when they were all together. And mm-hmm. they were like, why is Dylan and Sean's mom in the middle? She doesn't seem like the head of this group. And so I was thinking for me, I'd put Brian's mom in the middle. <laughs> like she's my Definitely. favorite. Yeah. She's your favorite. Who I think I would put Anisha's mom in the middle just because mm. I feel like she's the messiest. Yeah. Yeah. That's she- a good one too. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree with, the, with those two. No, They're not at all. Super messy. You know, it's weird thinking about it now that you said that um, just about like who's like, I felt like Anisha and Vishal were like tied at the hip season one and season two. I feel like they're just like friendly. Yeah, exactly. It's just like they have like a quick combo and that's it. Yeah. Like we didn't really even see them in the first, same scene until like the underwear thing with Amrit. Yeah, so. she's she's more in the scenes with Dylan now. Yeah, she's all about Dylan. So I'm curious what happened there, you know, because mm. you would have thought they were like brother and sister the first season. They were with each other so much. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I really thought this season was going to be a lot about like Dylan, but we really barely saw him. Yeah, he went into the background after a while. Yeah, I guess they just needed that like 
juicy thing to that fight to kind of kick the season off. <laughs> I, know, right? I love yeah. how their fights just aren't that big. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. And I love when Omer, it's like, we got to give the community something to talk about. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess you are a gay man getting married, which is kind of like scandalous, but like, that's it. You know, there's no like underlying, like, like cheating or, you know, like a third person involved. I don't know. It's, it's just, okay. You're the first gay marriage in the community. Cool. Like, Ooh, oh. big deal. Yeah. Ooh. Imagine yeah. they had a scandal. Well, the aunties would be going nuts. Oh my God. It would be amazing. Like, Oh God. Yeah. All the aunties. So it, all, all the aunties would be going nuts. And then whoever like was directly involved would like uh, Michelle's mom be like, nothing's going on. Everything is great. <laughs> nothing to see here. Nope, I don't hate anyone. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> nope, life is great. I love everybody. Yeah. So great. Um, the, even though the episode was fun and light, everything, and not much happened, but the Watch What Happens Live episode with them on was fantastic. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I guess uh, um, Rit wasn't there because he had his solo performance. Uh huh. Yeah. But it was just great, especially like Michelle and Brian's like reaction to Monica and Anisha. So funny. I, I didn't see it. I have to see it. But I did see one clip where um, <laughs> somebody called in and asked Brian like what his relationship status with Monica is. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say Andy. And Andy goes, <laughs> yeah, dude, the season finale just aired. You can say it. And I just thought it was so funny. It's so like perfect family karma. Like, what am I allowed I to say? It's like, dude you're done like, who knows if you're getting a season three say it so pure <laughs> this is your this is your um reunion right word? yeah this is your reunion but this is also your audition this is your audition for season uh-huh. three so give me some juice guy like oh yeah give me some dirt monica and anisha definitely secured their spot and bali awesome. she got involved they secured their spots awesome <laughs> yeah and but sure- and- oh sorry no go ahead I was going to say, because when Brian said about uh, Dr. Monica, he's like, I broke up with her in February. I was like, damn, dude, just say we broke up. I know. That was weird. I thought that too. I was like, geez, just say you both broke up. Why are you going to say I ended it with her? Yeah, that was an ego thing. I'm like, I'm good on this one, Brian. Jeez, Brian. Um, But our friend Justina really loves him. So I texted her immediately. I was like, get to Miami. Brian is single. (laughs) You know what? Yes, please. He has a fantastic mom. That's true. That is true. That would be fun. Yeah. I do love their relationship, Brian and his mom. I love all of their, I agree with you. I know that they're, she's your favorite. They're their favorite, but I love them all. Like when Anisha like is in the car with her mom and her mom's just like, like talk I don't know it's just everybody's great mom. too yeah yeah and then um, I think you know I love Amrit's parents oh, like yeah. they they are my number one just because I love them so much That's did you right. see that Nani died yeah oh R.I.P. I know oh, I wonder Nani. if they got married and filmed it and Nani could be there oh I hope me too so anyway, well, I hope it, I hope they get a third season. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so do I. No, I was just gonna say that wraps up the the shows. Yeah. Oh, uh, and so now we're just down to four. So this week we have Potomac, Shaw's, Beverly Hills, and New York, and that's yeah, that's all we're watching. Um, and I got you. Ha- I have to think. I know that Shaw's is going on that trip or started the trip this week, right? But yeah. um, there can't be many more of those. I feel like that's been on a while now. 
Yeah, I feel like that might be coming to an end soon. Interesting. I guess we'll see. Yeah, and I think I'm hearing rumors that Salt... Well, I'm not sure when Salt Lake is coming back, but we should be getting a trailer soon. And then New Jersey seems like they're going to be coming back. I don't know when they're coming back, but if they're going to have them sooner, because I think there was something on Instagram saying that they might take uh, Atlanta's slot and they may be coming back sooner. Yeah, so we'll see. Fingers crossed. And then we still need the OGs, right? That's going to come on, mm-hmm. or not the OGs, but the, what did, what did you call them? The, oh, the, the, the all-stars? The all-stars. Yeah, we still need the all-stars. And then Miami is filming too, which is going to come on Peacock. I might give that a try if it's free. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch <laughs> the first episode. In fact, Peacock, like I've noticed, because I have the app, but I don't pay for it. So they give you like the first three episodes of everything for free. So I've seen the first three episodes of Dr. Death, the first three episodes of Girls 5 Ever. I'm like, Eh, I didn't like either one of them enough to be like, let me buy this. But <laughs> if Miami's good, maybe I'll spend my $4.99 a month on Peacock. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, you know what I was going to say? Like, just to talk about a random show that's not on Bravo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bachelorette was explosive this week. Oh, uh, and really just the last 15 minutes. <laughs> No, it wasn't even like anything major happened. It was like them two having a conversation, Katie and one of her guys. But mm-hmm. then half, like when you look at like half the tweets, it's like half like all for the guy. The other half is like he's gaslighting her and manipulating and everything. It was like, it was a real moment, you know? Yeah. But it was also just like, what the hell just happens? It, like an argument, you know, it's like an argument that you're like, wait, what? <laughs> wait so where are they in the process of the show are they still like she's still giving out roses yeah so they just went on hometowns which since it was filmed during the pandemic like just some family members went there but um so pretty much he told her he was just like oh I love you and everything like that and then her response was I really like looking at you oh Jesus so you could see his face drop And it was just this, like, what happened afterwards was just like, (laughs) like, what the hell's going on? But um, they, they talk after that. She's like, oh, you know, you're going to be here next week. You know, like, you're my top choice. And, you know, I guess she's trying to reassure him. And then the next day he goes to see her and he, it's weird because it was just like, I could totally see where they're both coming from. Yeah. Um she was like listen I set a boundary that I'm not going to tell any of the guys that I love them until I pick the final one which I mm-hmm. totally get because if you're watching it back and she's telling everyone she loves them then you'd be like what yeah like, you know mm-hmm. so I totally get that but I guess she could have given him a little bit more than I like looking at you right. but then it's just like he he kind of like spills his heart out and his father had just passed away and he's like you fill a hole in my heart so I think he was expecting her to say something so when she didn't say it, like he kind of then turned into then cutting her off, not listening to her, and then kind of just like, well, then people are like, oh, then he's gaslighting her. But it's like she, he wouldn't let her finish speaking, and then she'd be like, well, I thought this. He goes, no, you thought this, and everything like that. And it's just like, oh my god, what is going on? But it was wild. I'm not doing it justice by recapping it, but it was just like, <laughs> what the hell just happened? It was like an argument where afterwards you're left going, what? <laughs> like, That's funny. And then she goes running after the, him and he won't look her in the eye. And it's, he's just like, I'm done. She's like, Jesus. It was like a miscommunication. 
that they could have worked through if they communicated better. Hmm, that's something I've never heard before. I know, right? Doesn't happen. <laughs> never happens. Yeah. Everyone's always so clear and concise with their thoughts and feelings. Right. It was also kind of like, dude, do you know what show you're on? <laughs> I don't even know how we got in the bachelorette, but I, I guess because you're talking about other shows. Wait, can I talk about another show now? Yeah. Uh, we have not gotten, you know, season four of Selling Sunset yet, which I'm like waiting for, um, you know, with bated breath. But have you seen these Chriselle Jason photos that? Yeah. Like, like that has to be for the show. I don't, I, I don't want to be cynical, but I don't believe anything Chriselle's putting out there now. Like first with yeah. Keo and I didn't believe the Keo things. And now with Jason, I'm like, guys, we're going to watch the show. Like you don't need to sell us on it. Just give it to us. Like we watched it when it, when we didn't know what it was about. And now like you're trying, like nobody wants you to be with him Chriselle no one wants you to be with Jason Oppenheim like get out of here what are we doing yeah it's just trying way too hard and I saw on like either Dumois or another site on Instagram but it was just like yeah pretty much you know she kind of made it seem like Justin Hartley cheated on her and it was pretty much the other way around yikes yeah and that she might have hooked up with Jason Oppenheim what yeah what's his last name Oppenheimer. like yeah like while she was married to justin hartley did you see um i know you don't watch it but when the million dollar listing people were interviewed on bravo um the la ones they asked like do you guys ever run into oppenheim group and they're like never (laughs) (laughs) we see they're like we might see one of the twins once in a while but we never run into those women and that just made me laugh because also going on to nonsense did you see Tarek el musa's like rant about how Heather Ray Young is like hot. He said hotter and richer than Christina Hawk, his ex-wife. Oh yeah. So I'm thinking, how the hell is she richer? Like, I think she's just on this show. I mean, whatever. Maybe she is selling houses. I don't know. But that's such a random thing to say. If like my ex-boyfriend yelled at me, like my current boyfriend's hotter than you and richer than you, I'd be like, cool guy. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I see which. I see why you're with her for the money. Yeah. Good. I don't need that. Anyway, we digress. Crazy. So, should, I know. should I talk about my celeb sighting? Yes, I'm so excited. Me too. So last night I went to the New York City premiere. I guess it was the world premiere. It was, I think they're only doing a New York City one. I don't think they're going to LA. Of uh, Ryan Reynolds' new movie called Free Guy, and so he was on the red carpet with his wife Blake. Um, as well as some other stars in the movie that I didn't really get to see because I didn't know they were there. So I wasn't looking, to be honest. But um, I did see Rob Gronkowski's girlfriend was there and she looked beautiful. I chatted with her in the bathroom. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't get any selfies with anybody. I just, I didn't think of it. Um, and I didn't get close enough to Blake or Ryan because I definitely would have tried to, to get that selfie. Um but the movie is great. It's so cute. It's really fun. It's funny. You know, it's, it's Ryan Reynolds yeah. and his like dry humor, which is great. Um, and then it looks really good. I rec- Yeah. You should see it, Christina. It's uh, I think, I don't know if it's how fast it's going to come to streaming, but, um, and there's a lot of the, the director came out before they put it, they, you know, the movie went on and kind of said, we have a lot of cameos. So, you know, please go out into the world and tell everyone how great the movie is, but please don't share you know, the details of it. So I'm not exactly sure um, what I am allowed to say about some of the cameos, but um, it was, it was just really cute and and done really well. 
Um, and then afterwards they gave us gift bags and they had um, like a gaming headset in them. Like, um, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a gamer, but yeah, I guess like the specific headset you wear to play video games. <laughs> and um, and then bubblegum ice cream is a, a big thing in the movie. So they had Baskin Robbins bubblegum ice cream for everybody afterwards. So Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was really cute. It was a lot of fun. Um, there was no after party, unfortunately, because of COVID. Uh, but all in all, it was, you know, a really, a really cute movie. I recommend everyone see it. Um, and my brother is an executive producer on it. So Yay. look out for his credit at the end. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. <laughs> it's really fun. So didn't get to walk the red carpet though. You know, Christina, that's, that's the next thing we got to manifest. <laughs> exactly. But this manifestation is working, you know, Blake and, and yeah. Ryan, those are pretty A-list, uh, yes. A-list sightings huge celebrities mm-hmm. so hope oh and <laughs> one that I thought was really not she wasn't even at the premiere uh we went to the smith afterwards to to grab something to eat but um remember when uh a couple years ago we were at the shuffleboard place in Brooklyn and we saw Stacey London that fashion yes <laughs> so, I saw her again last night I'm like why am I seeing you everywhere <laughs> get out of here but That's anyway great. Yeah. So yeah, we gotta gotta manifest. I was really looking for a housewife. I thought for sure there would be a New York or New Jersey house housewife there. And there might have been, but I didn't see any paparazzi. I mean any um like pictures. So I right? doubt it. I would totally think like Jackie would be there with her kids or maybe even Melissa and Joey Gorka. You would totally yeah. I could totally see them there. I know like I know they were COVID testing everyone. So maybe they didn't like I I have been to these things before and like every New York celebrity is at these things because it's just mm. so convenient. You know, you come out yeah. of your, your apartment and you know two seconds later you're on a red carpet. I think probably more convenient than it would be in LA. But um yeah, nobody. So I'm assuming they must have just kept the guest list small. I think there was someone there from Stranger Things that that was not in the movie because one of the, the Joe Joe Curie, I think it's his name, he was in it. And he's in Stranger okay. Things. So he had someone there from Stranger Things. And then maybe like one or two other people that maybe they were their guests. But other than that, you know, and obviously Blake isn't in the movie. Um, but besides that, it didn't have a big crowd. And it was probably done purposely because also I noticed like we were sitting in the theater and it was like half empty. And so we were saying to each other, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this many people are late. And then we didn't realize it till right before the movie went on is they were actually, they had it four different theaters because they were social distancing. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Which I thought was really nice. So it was like the five of us were together and then there was like five seats and then the next group and then like, you know, a bunch of seats in the next group. So I think like each, each theater was probably like only one fourth full, which I thought was smart. Oh, very smart. Right. So yeah, uh, yeah at first, because the last one that, that my brother invited us to, like the movie started, like if I don't remember what time it started, but it started like on the minute, like if you weren't in your seat, like, you know, you were, you're done, you could watch the movie. So this one actually started a few minutes later. And I think it's because the director was like going to each theater um, and like, you know, doing his whole, like, you know, pitch of the movie. So ah. anyway, that was my last night. It was very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. What a fun night. It was fun. So now manifesting, uh, I know we we're going, you and I are going to a concert tomorrow night and then mm -hmm. we have hopefully the, the summer stroll on Friday. So we'll manifest, uh, I don't know who will see it, Zach Brown band, that, that could be fun, but, uh, yeah. you can also manifest seeing, uh, Eric Adams on Friday. <laughs> That'd be cool. Add that to our list and any other local celebrity. Yeah. Or a surprise guest. We were shocked when I saw Chuck Schumer. 
Oh my God. So shocked. So anyway, well, thanks for another great uh, podcast and thanks for yeah. you know carrying this one, Christina. I'll be better with my note taking this week. I promise. Y- you know what? The shows were, it was slim. It was, <laughs> I hope they're the good. Shows this week. didn't have much. Yeah. But uh, we digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure they will be great coming up, but thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Thanks for, for uh, all your feedback. And, uh, <laughs> and for listening and, uh, don't, you know, check out our, our Instagram and our Twitter and, um, I guess that's it. Yeah. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.